Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where this dude completely embarrasses an entitled dad by proving that he just doesn't know his son at all. My father-in-law had a meltdown because I proved he doesn't know his son. So me, a 34-year-old man, and my husband, who is 30, do our dangdest to not spend an abundance of time with my father-in-law. He is a cowardly narcissist who says hot dog unironically. Ever since I came into the picture almost seven years ago, we've simply not meshed. A great deal of that is due to the fact that I've spent those years instilling confidence and boundary setting in my husband. My father-in-law does not like being told no. We literally got kicked out of a restaurant one time because he couldn't accept that they wouldn't give him a discount. So needless to say, our interactions are nothing more than the exchanging of fake pleasantries. Last week, we're over there for our quarterly visit. The way these evenings typically go is that my husband occupies my father-in-law while my mother-in-law tests out her new English vocabulary on me. This time, my husband is doing the bulk of the talking to both of them because he's excited about the new organization he's working with. My father-in-law keeps trying to change the subject because it's been two seconds since the subject of the conversation was about him. My husband and his mum both snap. I'm not entirely sure what they said as my Spanish is still terrible, but it amounted to them telling my father-in-law to shut the frick up and listen. He then gets obstinate and essentially tells my husband that no matter what the organization is, it will never compare to the work that he did in his youth. My father-in-law literally just hiked through Central America with a white savior complex until things got violent and he came back home. My husband understandably storms out with his mum hot on his tail. Awkwardness then ensues because I'm chuckling at my father-in-law. He never spoke to me like that until you came along, he said. I know. I'm so proud, I replied. You've changed him. No, this is who he's always been. You just never noticed it before. I know my son. Okay, what's his favorite color? What? What's his favorite color? It's the same one he had as a kid. My father-in-law said nothing. Fine, name two of his interests. What, they don't make any sense. Name them. Again, nothing. All right, here's an easy one. What is the name of the organization he's working with? Again, nothing. This wannabe Bob Ross granola-eating mofo couldn't answer. My husband said the name of the organization like five times that night. You want to know the sad part? I continue. My parents can answer each and every one of those questions and they've known your son a fraction of the time you have. Cue the screeching in Spanish. Being yelled at in a foreign language by a non-native speaker is a surreal experience. 
Obviously, my husband comes in and yells back and it blows up even more. But the part that stands out is the fact that my father-in-law still refused to admit that he just hadn't taken a genuine interest in my husband in years. Like, bruh, you don't even know your kid's favorite color? Hello? Now my husband is contemplating going no contact and I can't blame him. Well, there you go. I mean, the truth of the matter is that the truth hurts in every language, no matter which one you elect to use. So good. I mean, clearly this guy is just so self-centered. The fact that he can't even name the organization which his son works for is actually kind of mad, especially given that the entirety of that conversation has been about it and how proud he is and how interested he is in that organization. How self-centered must you be to not even think to, to listen at all to what your son's saying and just think to yourself probably, oh, can you just shut up? I wanna talk about myself and what I've done. And by the way, when I did a week of work, like 50 years ago, my work, backpacking, hiking, whatever it is in Central America, it was so much better than my son's now permanent job which he does for a living i mean it makes sense it's actually crazy to be this jealous of your son and then also attack his husband because he's made him realize your dad's actually a horrible person you need to stand up to him good stuff now for our next entitled parent story entitled stepmother wants me to stop breastfeeding so some context here i am a 28 year old woman and i had my daughter Ida, three months ago my wife is a 35 year old woman taylor my stepmother is mary who is 45 years old and my stepbrother is tom who is just 11. so tom and i weren't close until i was pregnant during the pregnancy he became really interested in me and the baby and actually became quite clingy and needy of me i felt weird about it but when i tried to retreat mary and my dad said i was being cruel and miserable and i had the chance to be a good sister but was being selfish and rejecting him along with the pregnancy hormones it made me feel guilty so i let him still come around a lot now taylor has a chilled attitude so has kept calm and just said she wants what i want even though he has become resentful of her i made it clear that she was my wife and any disrespect to her would mean he had to leave he became focused on my bump and was touching it all the time Mary thinks he's autistic, but no doctor has ever diagnosed him. I had Ida three months ago, and she's the best baby ever. She's so perfect, and I've loved seeing my wife become a mother. She is a natural at it, and it's compounded our love for each other. I've decided to breastfeed and then pump so Taylor can use the bottle to feed as well. It's been going pretty smoothly, and honestly, it's something that allows us to bond with Ida. Often, Taylor will lay with me whilst I breastfeed and will spend time together with Ida sleeping on my chest. Apparently, Tom was very angry when he wasn't allowed into the hospital to see me or the baby. And he kicked off when we said that only my mum and mother-in-law were allowed over until two weeks postpartum. When they did come over, he kept touching Ida's face, even though we'd asked him not to as we are both in the medical profession, so don't want to expose our newborn to germs. When we had to get firm, Mary told us that we were being horrible to a child and needed to stop. I had to feed, so I went to the nursery, but Tom had followed me. And when I started feeding, he came in and watched before I realized he was there and then started asking me questions about breastfeeding. That was fine, of course, but he's been watching me feed whenever he comes over, when I don't realize. And then whenever he's been near me, he started saying, booby, and reaching for my boobs and saying he wants to try and it's unfair only Ida gets it. We've tried reminding him that he's a big boy and she's only a baby. But then last week, I woke up from a post-feeding nap to find him lying on top of me with his hands and face on my chest area. When we tried telling Mary and my dad that this was getting out of hand, 
She said we were discriminating against his autism and we just didn't understand that I was his special person that he focused on and that I should be honored. I told her it had to stop as I was uncomfortable. And Mary said if I wanted him to stop, then I would have to stop breastfeeding as it was cruel to tease him without. This is stupid, right? Now look, my boobs did get significantly bigger during my pregnancy and have stayed that way after giving birth, so I could see how he'd noticed them, but it still feels wrong. Uh, wow. I mean, first of all, what a story is all I can say about this one. My immediate kind of conclusion is that the parents are just not doing enough here, right? Mary is just not doing enough. I think we can all agree that yeah, at 11 years old, you don't have the common sense that, that an adult has. And it's the mum's job to educate her son whether to do these sort of things or not. Now, of course, Tom could have autism. But if you're someone's mother and you think your child might have autism, wouldn't you then go to a doctor and say, I think my child might have autism? I mean, I don't know. It's something like that, right? You need to go and actually have that diagnosed so you know for sure. Not just use the fact that your child might have autism as an excuse as to why they are doing this sort of weird stuff. Again, I don't blame Tom. I mean, whether he's autistic or not, I don't really care, to be fair. He's an 11-year-old kid who's just, you know, doing stuff that he wants to do without much thought. Yeah, I mean, 11 is bordering on the age where you should not be doing this sort of stuff, just on, your, on the back of your own kind of, you know, mind. But nonetheless, it's definitely on Mary to say, Tom, what are you doing, mate? And educate your son. Yeah, a terrible woman that's just saying, okay, well... I'm not going to educate my son. You're going to have to stop doing the most natural thing there is in the world. Breastfeeding. My father wants to reconnect with me after 20 years. My family gets mad at me when I refuse to talk to him. For background, my parents met in their late teens and soon had me. Three years later, they had my sister, Maria. When my sister was one year old and I was three years old, my parents got separated. They never got married because my father cheated on my mum with a woman who is over 20 years older than him from what I've been told and they're still together now. Growing up, mum never told me or my sister too much about my dad, John. I know that both his parents and his sister pretty much disowned him after he cheated on my mum, but they are irrelevant to this story. Now, Anna, our mum, never got full custody for us after that because she didn't know how. Back then, she didn't know what full custody meant. But John still was sending Anna 200 euros a month for each of us until we became 18. I soon moved after turning 18 to live with a friend and in 2021, moved to another country where I currently live. After that, I only kept little contact with my mum and almost none with my sister. Fast forward to the 31st of August, so three days before this post was made, on my birthday, I get a call from an unknown number. I pick it up and the following conversation ensued. Hello, OP? Yes, who is this? It's me, John. I'm sorry, but I don't think I know you. I'm your dad. I'm sorry? How are you? Why did you call me? It's your birthday, right? Yes, it is. Well, happy birthday, OP. Again, why did you decide to call me now? Don't you have a new family? Yes, I'm married now, but I have no other kids other than you and Maria. At this point, I was in disbelief, so I ended the call. I couldn't understand why he decided to call me after 20 freaking years of no contact between us. He tried calling me again, but every time I ignored the call. The next day, mum called me. Hello? Why did you hang up on John? Mum, are you serious right now? Yes, he's changed now. He wants to have a son and daughter again. Well, I guess it's just a bit too late, don't you think? Oh, stop being dumb and go talk to your father. No, you go talk to him if you want to. 
I've got nothing to talk about with that POS. After I said that, I hung up on her also. Both my mum, her side of the family, and also my sister have been blowing up my phone daily. I've already blocked some of them. He hurt us badly and everyone decided to forgive him out of nowhere for no apparent reason. I am not forgiving him. I'm thinking about cutting contact with the rest of my family if they keep defending him. A good father doesn't leave his children for 20 years and then out of nowhere decides that he is entitled to have a relationship with them. I'll keep you all updated on this. But for now, I'll be going no contact with them for a while. Honestly, guys, with this story, I don't really know who is worse. Your dad for for ditching you for 20 years and then just trying to get back in the mixer. I mean, ditching you for 20 years is something. Then saying, oh yeah, by the way, hi, how you been for the past two decades? What a relationship? Obviously not, you clown. Or everyone else that's seemingly allowing this crazy behavior and just is forgetting the fact that he cheated on your mum and then left 20 years ago without saying a word and hasn't been in contact for those 20 years. Why is your mum now saying, oh, come on, he's your dad after all? Well, no, yeah, biologically, but not really. Because what's he actually done that's that's been father-like in your entire life? I mean, literally nothing. Why is everyone allowing this behavior? I don't understand it. Guys, let me know in the comments down below. Can you advocate for this at all? I don't see the logic behind it one bit. I'm confused. Oh, wow, a comment has actually said, maybe he needs a kidney donor. I mean, yeah, either that or money. Now that, Makes sense. I should have thought about that actually, and I reckon you lot have commented it down below. There it is. He's definitely after something. What exactly it is, we don't know, of course. But yeah, he's definitely after something from you, that's for sure. Stay away. I mean, you're clearly going to do that anyway, but stay away. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And now for our final story of this episode. Making my senior parents homeless. I am a 30-year-old woman, and me and my father, who is 64, have historically had a rocky relationship. My parents divorced when I was five, and he married the woman he cheated on my mother with. I was an only child, and she had four kids from a previous marriage. During my childhood years, I spent most of the allocated time dedicated to my father in the divorce with my paternal grandparents. Every two weeks and 42 days in the summer, They lived in a different state. I cherished the time I had with them and they would always go to bat for me. There was some tension caused early in my dad's new marriage due to my stepmom demanding that my grandparents go back to the store one Christmas and get equal amounts of gifts for all her children. Even taking some from me, gifting them to her youngest. I spent many times waiting on my mum's sofa for my dad to pick me up and he never did. I'd later find out he was on family vacations with his new family. Look, I could spend all day telling Cinderella stories, but I need to keep focus on this story. My grandparents picked up his slack. We spent summers learning how to make baskets, gardening, camping, and various different activities. Their home was a second home to me. When I was 13, I went to go and live with my dad after some methodical brainwashing, and I then would rarely see my grandparents. My grandma would call and they'd ignore it. It would hurt my heart to see it on the caller ID, knowing they were just on the other line, but my dad and stepmom would not allow it 
unless I sat at a table with them while on the call So fast forward to summer of my freshman year We went to visit my dad's side of the family on the last night My aunt and uncle who lived next door asked if I could stay the night with my cousins My stepmom wanted her youngest daughter to be included They declined because my stepsister was actually a thief A fight then ensued in the front yard that night resulting in physical altercations My stepmother shoved my 74 year old pap to the ground He had a hip replacement in the 90s and already had a stiff walk I was utterly terrified and distraught As the chaos ensued, I packed my belongings because they said we were leaving I vowed then that this would be the last straw and I would never forgive them We missed their 50th wedding anniversary because my stepmom was still upset over what his family did to her that night The next spring, my pap had a stroke and it was never the same The man that helped raise me during his son's shortcomings didn't remember my name. He died in 2014. Later, I left home when I was 18 to go to college, where I met my husband. He's been my rock and helped when my dad throws fits in the last few years when he doesn't get his way. He showed me nothing but unconditional love and support and is the father to our child mine never could muster to be. I go no contact with my dad every couple of years because of his behavior. There's an old saying that time heals all wounds, But I don't believe that to always be true. I maintained a relationship with my mammy, my paternal grandmother, until her death in December. She was a cheeky one who left notes for us to find after death. The woman never forgot a thing when she felt slighted. And that also reflected in her will. So I inherit the house that's been deeded to me since 2001. My dad knew they'd give it to me, but I honestly think he thought he had a chance of fighting me for it. Since 2012, he and my stepmom have been living in an RV that is now starting to fall apart. He is retired military and has no savings. Right after the funeral, he stashed his belongings in closets. I discovered this after I changed the locks and added cameras as I live out of state and wanted security for the home before I sell my house and move into my childhood home. I put his stuff and what was owed to him in storage and my uncle gave him the keys After learning this, he's been furious My step-siblings keep reaching out telling me I'm heartless for keeping him out of his parents' home He called crying and I coldly told him that if they wanted him to have it, they would have left it to him I also told him he should have treated his parents better when they were alive I have the deed in my hands and there's nothing left for him to do about it The estate is almost settled and what land he does get will also have my name on the deed I would rather share my childhood home with my daughter and all the whimsical things it had to offer Even if my dad ends up homeless. I mean, there we go. Uh, That sentence alone does sound pretty tough, isn't it? Even if my dad ends up homeless, but given everything that i've just read there. Yeah, it makes sense And I can't argue with that at all um, if anything let his stepkids take care of them. I mean, these guys are just ugh, horrible, aren't they? Your dad and your stepmom. Just, again, another pair of horrible entitled parents. Look, ultimately, he cared way more for your stepmom and her kids than he ever cared for your mum and you. So he's made his bed. Got a lie on it. Well, to be fair, it might be quite tough if he's homeless and doesn't have a bed, but that is on him anyway guys that is gonna do it for this episode of r slash entitled parents really hope you enjoyed it if you did and you want more entitled parents content from me straight away there are some up on screen if you're watching on youtube or link down below in the description on whatever platform you're on make sure to follow me on on youtube on, on spotify on apple wherever you get your podcasts anything you know you can subscribe there's a button there and i'll see you guys all later on with some more reddit stories 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.